Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And welcome, our number one for the last day of January. Can you believe that? Boy, January just decided to get on out of here like it had some place to go. Welcome to the program. Glad to have you along with us. Talked a little bit yesterday about uh, the layoffs that were coming at uh, UPS. We have at least one a UPS driver um, that listens to this program. I just want to send a message out and just want to say, buddy, we appreciate you listening and we hope everything is okay for you uh, because we know that they uh, they laid off like 12,000 people. Um, and not only that, you know, the, uh, people just aren't apparently – the orders aren't what they used to be. From what I, I read, they were down considerably. So um, – the folks there at UPS are cutting costs there, but hope you're okay, uh, UPS driver guy. We appreciate you tuning in. Well, and then we've got this uh, person over on the text line, 475. Yesterday, they were like, oh, the economy is great. What are you talking about, Charlie? The economy is awesome. It's wonderful. Oh, we got the, this many jobs have been created and that many blah, 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 blah. And it just went on and on and on. Well, I'll give you a, a perfect example. New York Post has a story this afternoon. Inflation washes away rainy day funds. 44% of Americans can't cover $1,000 expense. Many Americans are woefully unprepared to handle an unexpected expense. Less than half could afford to pay a $1,000 emergency cost from their savings. According to a recent survey, this savings shortfall puts many households in a financially precarious situation. So, I mean, my goodness. Many Americans recognize the importance of having an emergency fund, but they're having trouble finding the cash to actually put in it. Two-thirds of Americans say inflation and rising prices have caused them to save less for emergencies. If you've got to put more in your paycheck towards necessities like groceries and gas, you'll have left, less left over for savings. All too many Americans are walking on thin ice, they say. Pretty amazing. Households living paycheck to pay, paycheck, inflation could force a trade-off between present needs and future preparedness. While overall growth is outpacing inflation, it may not be the reality for all Americans. If your income hasn't kept up with rising prices, your ballooning monthly expenses leave little room for, uh, for your budget. But, but there you go. But see, there are people out there, especially the Democrats and, you know, the moderate Republicans, which I also call Democrats, um, they just don't get it. They don't get it. The average American is struggling out there. But you know what? As always, it's your fault. Let's listen to what Whoopi Goldberg had to say over on The View. That people's faith in the country is waning. Yes. That's, the, yes. that's the thing that's yes. pissing me off. Because, in fact, there's a reason Joe Biden ran the way he did. There's a reason he's running for democracy now. Because that's really what's at stake. You worried that it you is. can't pay your bill? 
Wait till he, the other guy becomes president, and you won't have to worry about it because you'll be in some camp somewhere. Because that's oh his God. promise. Yeah. Here's the deal. This is all up to you. What is the country you want? So what they're doing is... <laughs> so she said, quit whining. Quit whining. Let me ask you something. Show of hands out there. Everybody that was better off little over three, a little over three years ago, going on four years ago. Everybody that was better off, raise your hand. Yep, yep, I see you. I see you. I see you out there on Woodruff Road. I see you. All of us, every single one of us was better off under the Trump administration than we are under the Biden administration. And hey, why not? Look what Joe Biden did day one. He, he, he shut down the energy sector and now is lying about it. Oh, we didn't know. No, he did. That was a campaign promise and he fulfilled it. So with that, now that also increased supply chain issues. That also increased shipping issues. That also increased the availability of goods. That also increased the price of your goods. And they just don't care. It doesn't matter to them because they're not affected. You see, the elite, inflation doesn't really bother the elite like it does you and me, right? It doesn't bother you and me. I mean, it doesn't bother them like it does us. So there you go. So, so I guess Whoopi with a multi-million dollar contract, yeah, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't quite understand. Now, she's probably cut the, you know, the amount that she pays the help at her, you know, high-rise apartment. But she does it. She hasn't been hurt by this. These people, and again, I got to go with this, this quote. It's a great quote that I read from, from Rumi that said, when planning for a journey, never seek advice from someone who's never left home. And, and it holds true in just about everything. Why would we listen to people who are multimillionaires tell us about how well America is doing? Because they have no idea. Wonder when the last time Whoopi Goldberg pumped gas or actually went to the, I'll bet she gets door, what is it, uh, DoorDash? I'll bet she gets DoorDash for her food. I bet she gets it brought up to her. You know, the DoorDash guy comes to her apartment. There's the doorman. Hello, sir. What are you doing here? I'm going to see Whoopi. This is her five-time-a-day DoorDash delivery. And then she puts it on her credit card and goes about her merry business. None of this affects her. It doesn't affect her. I don't have to worry about this. I'm rich. I'm a, I'm a multimillionaire. I don't have to worry about this. You guys need to hush. You guys need to hush. Well, we're going to find out what the Fed does with the interest rate coming up in just a little bit. Um, be a, be a, a, Get ready to tell you about that. Also today, 4.06, Laura Trump is going to be on the program. That is 4.06. I just got the final confirmation moments ago. Uh, they were like, we're all ready to go on our side. And I said, we're all ready to go on this side. The people of the upstate are ready to hear from Laura Trump. Um, that's coming up at 4.06. Also, going to have some updates coming up for you. Remember the calls to action that we put forth. The one about the rules change. The one about James Smith. And the one about constitutional carry. We'll have an update on all of those coming up very, very shortly because these were very important bills here in South Carolina. When we get back, so exactly how is the border going? Well, if you're a Democrat, well, obviously it's going according to plan.
The GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. As always, you can email me, charlie, at 989WORD.com. I'd love to t- com. I'd love to chat with you this afternoon. So let's uh let's get in on it, y'all. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 989 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Representative Garcia in the House of Representatives today, Robert Garcia, I think it was actually yesterday that he did this. He described MAGA plans for the border. Here's what he said we want. Wait a minute. Where is it? What, there? Alligator moats along okay. the border. That's one of his incredible ideas. Another idea that Donald Trump has promoted is he actually wants to electrify the border fence and maybe even put some spikes on the border. That's another Donald Trump and MAGA majority border idea. <laughs> really? Another idea, which I'm not sure how, how well it would go, is he wants to actually bomb northern Mexico with missiles. That's another Trump idea. And finally, I think one of the ones that I think um, is the most grotesque is suggestions that instead we should maybe just shoot migrants in the legs as they cross the border. Okay. Uh, Okay. You know? All right. Those aren't bad ideas. I'll just tell you, those aren't bad ideas because, see, the Democrats, they used to actually. All right. So let, let me just tell you this. 2017, the first year that Donald Trump was president, 2017, we had the lowest uh, illegal immigration, the lowest since 2010. uh, 2010, we had 463,382 illegal immigrants come across our border. In 2017, It was considerably lower at 310,531. Here we are in 20, uh, back in 2023, 3,201,144. So under Joe Biden, we have had 2.9 million more. Illegal immigrants come across our border than the first year that Donald Trump was president in 2017, when we only had 310,000. 
So, do you think there's a crisis? Well, the, the Democrats used to think there was a crisis. They used to. So, but, but on, on Biden's first day, he introduced policies to actually incentivize illegal immigration. Remember, he said he wanted the surge. That's on tape, folks. You can go look that up. He wanted people to come to the border. He wanted, he paused deportation. He suspended remain in Mexico. He stopped border wall construction. He rescinded the declaration of an emergency. He sent all of that money that was supposed to be going to our border elsewhere, probably to Green New uh, Deal initiatives. Since Biden's policy changes, over 8 million people have illegally entered, entered this country, millions more slipping past the border undetected. This surge in illegal immigration is a, is a national security crisis and is costing American taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Now, remember... The Democrats used to be against illegal immigration. No great nation can be in a position where they can't control their borders. It matters how you control your borders. Not just for immigration, but it matters for drugs, terror, a whole range of other things. When I took office, I committed to fixing this broken immigration system. And I began by doing what I could to secure our borders. Even as we are a nation of immigrants, we're also a nation of laws. Undocumented workers broke our immigration laws, and I believe that they must be held accountable, especially those who may be dangerous. If you're a criminal, you'll be deported. If you plan to enter the U.S. illegally, your chances of getting caught and sent back just went up. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace. Not fair. So, so I mean, and uh, so that was old Joe, I, I, th- I think that was Joe Biden 1.0, Barack Hussein Obama, and Bill Clinton. All of them speaking out against illegal immigration. The Biden administration allowed a person that was on the terror watch list. This is not even a joke. On the terror watch list to enter into the United States. So this guy went to Minneapolis. He was a a Somalian radical. So, of course, he goes to Minnesota. And he walks around free for a year. Well, actually, it was about 10 months, 10 months this guy walked around coming in contact with people, probably arranging meetings, probably setting things up, walked around for almost a year before the Biden administration redesignated him a terror threat. So he was designated a terror threat. They were like, well, we don't really know. So they let him into the interior of the United States, 
stayed there, walked around for 10 months. Then they go, okay, this guy's a terror threat. Now, what happened to they? So they arrested him not long ago, but I mean, who knows what kind of damage could have been done by this guy while he was walking around free? Nobody knows. It's impossible to know. Good night. You know, you just, you just sit back and you watch these people and go, what in the world? House Speaker Mike Johnson spoke uh, in, the, in the House. Just last week, a precious two-year-old child was found dead in her home with fentanyl in her system. Moms and dads, brothers and grandmothers, all of us are losing loved ones to a drug that is being smuggled across the border in droves. It's a parent's worst nightmare, of course, burying a child. And sadly, because of our open border, more and more parents are having to experience that unspeakable tragedy. That leads the American people to ask a very important question. And it is one that we've been asking on this side of the aisle for a long, long time. Where in the world is Secretary Mayorkas on all of this? He is the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. It's his responsibility to prevent these harmful drugs from flowing into our country and to secure. Okay, so that was at the Mayorkas impeachment inquiry. But let me ask you something, Mike Johnson. I mean, legitimate question here, sir. Don't you hold the power of the purse in the House of Representatives? Don't you have the ability to fund and defund things? And furthermore, don't you have the ability to shut down the government if we do not have closed borders? And if you have that power, which you do, why haven't you yield, wielded it? The Democrats always wield the power they have. The Republicans never do. You've got a chance here. You've literally got a chance to save this country. And all you got to do is say, shut it down. Shut it down. You want, you want the, the country open? Shut down the border. Open border, shut down country. That's... Those two are your only options. Force the Biden administration to do something. Force them to do something. But you don't want to. I don't understand. I do not understand the gutless mentality of some of these Republicans. What do you think about the border wall there, Kevin? Welcome to the program. How you doing? Hi, Charlie. I'm old enough to remember watching the Berlin Wall go up. Yeah. When I first saw all this in Texas, it reminded me of the Berlin Wall. You know, we put up uh, the wire, we bring out the guns and all of that. Then I heard the lieutenant governor from Texas the other day says, no, no, the wire is on our side of the river. You can't drown once, unless you, you come across to the wire first. So if you stay on the other side and go down the street and come in the official point of entry where they're, they're checking all your documents, everything will be fine. So why are they all crossing and screaming about the get down to the official point of entry? Exactly. You can't get in there. Well, tough luck. It's your own fault. You put a fence up in your yard to keep all the kids in the neighborhood from cutting through. So don't I. If they can't come through the front door, I'm not letting them in through the back fence. Down to the official entry, yeah. don't come at all. I, that, you, it, the, it is simple. They're beating these poor people in Texas up like the, the, the East Berlin shooting everybody coming across. Oh, they yeah. drowned to the river. Well, you had to drown before you got to the wire. Right. That's true. The wire, the wire, the wire didn't American do anything. Wire didn't yeah. do anything. Well, I know. But you're right. Get those, get those people to go to the official points of entry and come in that way. That's, you know, that's what it's designed to do. Came, yeah, the 12 million people who came through Ellis Island over the 70 years was there. They all came through the front door. Yeah. They didn't swim to New Jersey and, <laughs> and blame New Jersey because they drowned. <laughs> that's right. They didn't. 
They didn't do you know, that. If you're going to come to this country and you're going to be a citizen, do it the right way. Or don't come at all. Get back, I agree. Get back and go where you belong. Don't uh, want to see you. You're Thanks, right. Charlie. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. You can burn the American flag and nothing will happen to you. You can pull down a statue. You can pull down a monument and nothing will happen to you, especially if it had to do with one of those horrible white founding fathers or any uh, member of the Confederacy or anything having to do with the Confederacy and nothing will happen to you. You can deface national monuments, and nothing will happen to you. You can do all of these things. You could vandalize churches, and nothing will happen to you. You could try to commit arson against a uh, a, a pregnancy crisis, crisis pregnancy center. FBI won't even look into it. You can do all of those things. But if you dare... If you burn a pride flag, you can burn an American flag, but if you burn a pride flag, then all of a sudden, that is a hate crime. What is a hate crime anyway? I, I, I just I don't understand that. And why we're even debating that in the Senate here in South Carolina is, is beyond me. From what I'm hearing, that's dead in the water. We'll have some more updates for, from bills coming up in just a few minutes. But Why? Why is there such a thing as a hate crime? So if I go in and I hit Will in the head with a ball-peen hammer, well, that's one thing. That's bad. But if I go in and I hit Will in the head with a ball-peen hammer and say, I don't like skinny people, boom, and I crack him in the skull, well, that's a hate crime because he's part of that skinny group of people uh, that I obviously have some hatred for, so therefore... Extra time is put on my sentence when I go to jail or I just go to jail where I might not even go for assault like that. But still, it's it's what you were thinking when you committed the crime. It's not the actual committing of the crime. Well, now there's a guy, Michael Cassidy. He's a Christian, former U.S. military officer. He's been charged with a hate crime, a hate crime. For destroying a satanic Baphomet statue at the Iowa Capitol. The statue was part of a display organized by the Satanic Temple of Iowa under state rules that allow religious displays at the Capitol during the holidays. The move was heavily criticized by Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds and a number of elected Republicans, of course, nationwide. Though state lawmakers ultimately allowed the statue to stay, citing religious freedom concerns, on December 14th, the Satanic Temple reported that the statue had been decapitated and destroyed beyond repair. The following day, Cassidy was charged with a fourth-degree criminal mischief, which is a misdemeanor. Cassidy, who narrowly lost a primary election uh, to U.S. Representative Michael Guest in in, uh, Missouri, uh, I'm sorry, Mississippi, um, in 2022, uh, said that his conscience is held captive to the word of God, not the bureaucratic decree, and so I acted. On Tuesday, 
Polk County prosecutors announced more serious charges against a Christian veteran. A charging, uh, charging documented, uh, document obtained shows that Cassidy is now being charged with felony third-degree criminal mischief and notes that the act was committed in a violation of individual rights under Iowa's hate crime statute. Evidence shows that the defendant made statements to law enforcement and to the public indicating he destroyed the property because of the victim's religion. Victim? Who's the victim? Who's the victim here? Anybody know? Can a stationary object be a victim? Can a doorknob be a victim? Can a bumper be a victim? Can a license plate be a victim? Can a paper airplane be a victim? No. <laughs> no. Sarah Pasquale, attorney representing Cassidy, uh, has accused the Satanic Temple of making a premature filing that, like the timing and substance of the Satanic Temple of Iowa's installation of the demonic statue in the Capitol building, are only meant to evoke strong emotions and incite others. So the statue is a victim now. Oh, my word. Tell me about that. So now, not only do hate crimes, well, well, all you got to do is just go back and look at that guy that went to jail for burning the pride flag. I mean, what? It got like six months. It was a long time. It was a long time for burning a, a, a stationary object. Oh, my gosh. Now, now, the, now these objects have rights. But again, you can burn the American flag, no problem. Yeah, do that all you want to. You can spray paint on, on, a, on a monument. Sure, go ahead. But boy, you lay some rubber on a um, gay pride painting at, at an intersection, and all of a sudden, that's a hate crime. Good grief. That, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why hate crimes are ridiculous. And this state should run from them. I don't care how much Volkswagen whines and moans about it. I don't care. This state does not need to have hate crimes built because a crime is a crime. It doesn't matter what you were thinking the moment you met. So if there is a hate crime, why isn't there a love crime that carries a lesser sentence? Shouldn't there be? I mean, if you can, do, if you can commit a crime out of hate, certainly can't you commit a crime out of love? Oh, I believe so. Absolutely. Yes, Your Honor. I hit him upside the head with a ball-peen hammer because I really like the guy. And I, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. Let's go to Grady and Simtoville. Apparently, Christopher Ray. I didn't see it, but Christopher Ray gave a speech just a minute ago uh, there in Congress. Uh, Grady, welcome to the show. What did Christopher Ray say, by the way? Well, he just... Uh, brought us more good news from the administration that China, we're expecting cyber attacks from China in all of our infrastructure and that we're so well equipped to handle this that if we put every FBI agent that we have working right now on the cyber crime detail, the Chinese would have three or four times as many people working on it as we did. Wow. So it was basically a warning from Christopher Ray. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, the guy can't answer a question when he's asked. Yeah. He's, ne- 
it's always either part of an ongoing investigation or it's uh, a personnel matter. But whenever we they get caught with their pants down, the the whole name of the game is oh well we just they they've just got us outnumbered. Yeah, you're right. I know. He didn't. He didn't have to leave early today to go to a resort, did he? On vacation. Remember when he had to? Remember when he had to do that? that? Yeah, you're right, Grady. I appreciate the update. Thank you, buddy. We'll take a look into that, Uh, Christopher A. Uh, But here's here's what I've heard. Now remember, remember, Joe Biden said they're not bad folks, folks. China going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But yet they're hacking us. I, I heard at one time that they are with their computers trying to hack into our infrastructure at something like a thousand, no, I'm sorry, a million times a minute. They just got these computers set up and they just hit it and hit it and hit it. And, and we are able to take care of a lot of it. But eventually, eventually those dominoes are going to fall. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James show. News talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Don't forget, coming up 4.06 this afternoon, we will be talking with Laura Trump right here on the program. Well, to get back to what Grady was talking about, here's Christopher Wray uh, speaking before Congress today. Thank you, Chairman Gallagher, Ranking Member Krishnamurthy, uh, and to the members of the Select Committee for inviting me here to testify today to discuss the FBI's ongoing efforts to protect our nation from actions taken by the Chinese government that threaten American safety and prosperity. Uh, Before I go on, I do want to make very clear that my comments today are not about the Chinese people. Oh, come on. Certainly not about Chinese Americans who get on China, in particular, led by the CCP. The CCP's dangerous actions, China's multi pronged assault on our national and economic security, make it the defining threat of our generation. The defining threat of our generation. Let's go to Christina and Traveler's Rest. Christina, do you think it's the defining threat of our generation? Oh, well, you, you, you have these gross generalizations, the security and economic welfare. The pinpointed is to protect our, our grid and whatnot. In the way of cybersecurity. Yeah. Now, this it's probably, as you can well imagine, that it would have to be kept pretty secret. We have a cybersecurity agency and facility that was in the process of being built in 2011. And the idea was that you got the best and brightest computer minds of, of every agency in the, in the federal government. And you got them all together, put their heads together uh, to combat this type of thing. And, in fact, oh, God, this was several years ago when uh, Congressman William Timmons was holding a town hall. And at at that very time, he just so happened to be getting his master's degree in in cybersecurity. And I just asked him something about it, and he pretended, pretended, he said, moving right along, pretending he didn't know anything about it. Well, the, that was the in- exact intent of this, uh, is the 
exact original intent of this huge agency and huge facility, brand new facility, began to be built in 2011 in Utah. And, but like anything else, it has been uh, uh, warped and weaponized. You on one of your, the Charlie James um, uh, minutes, yeah. you, you say about uh, the FBI conducting these uh, warrantless searches and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Well, the this ability to uh, prevent hacking and watch out for Americans' security and, that's, and their yeah. economic what, yeah. well. They're too. Instead, they're too busy looking at us. They have used this. They have used. That's right. The the know how and use this agency. What? To hack into, nobody remembers this, but remember this was, who's the guy in, oh, in, uh, being, uh, have it, taking refuge in, in Russia now? The, all of the Julian Assange? Records, remember, what's the guy's name? And um, they knew that when he revealed this, he was going to be arrested, so he ran over and took refuge in, in Russia. Okay, but but here's the thing, though. I mean, you, you're right about that, Christina. I appreciate it. So they they use this. They've been too. They've been spending too much time, Christopher Ray, and the FBI looking at innocent Americans, making sure that we don't have the term Bible on our social media sites or MAGA or Trump or uh, haven't uh, sure we haven't been looking for the price of ammo or or, or or to see the latest model of AR-15. Lord knows if you if you go and you look at a Hickok 45 video, oh my goodness, you might uh, you might actually be on their list. But this is what they do. They took their eye off the ball and they put it on us. Now this gets even scarier because we heard today that 100 congressional offices, 100 congressional offices are now using artificial intelligence. Yeah, you heard me right. Already using artificial intelligence for everyday tasks like writing constituent correspondence, handling member schedules, drafting legislation. They're even using it to write bills. That's what they're doing. Now, this is artificial intelligence. That is being... That's being programmed by humans with an agenda. But it gets worse. Ford, in their uh, EV factory in Michigan, Ford has just hired four Chinese military software companies to work inside that plant. Ford has invited Chinese military uh, uh, associated companies to work in their plant in Michigan. Why, goodness gracious. You mean, what do you you mean they invited us in? Oh, yeah, they invited us in. Well, we're, we're going. I'll guarantee you that. This is unbelievable. Do people not understand? They are, I I, I really, I, I don't get what our security, our intelligence community is doing. They're looking at the wrong people. They're looking at law-abiding Americans when they ought to be looking at the Chinese who are trying to come in and take down our entire power grid and destroy this country. But no, 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 no. It's you and me. We're, we're the bigger threat.
you know, an 80-something-year-old grandmother with cancer who was at the Capitol on January the 6th, she's a greater threat. That's right. Somebody that was near the Capitol on January the 6th, they're the greater threat. Somebody that shops at Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's, they're the greater threat. Oh, my word. When we get back, Laura Trump will be on the program. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 